For over 10 years, we've been bringing you killer metal music and frank discussions about heavy metal. Wait, who the hell is Frank? You are tuned into MSR Cast, brought to you by Mainstream Resistance. Here are your hosts, Kerry the Metal Geek and Sean the Metal Pigeon. Keep it metal. Hello, this is Dauber. And this is Cami. And we're from Oceans of Slumber. And you're listening to MSR Cast. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 270 of MSR Cast, Mainstream Resistance Podcast. This is your heavy metal podcast, and I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with Sean the Metal Pigeon. What's up, Mr. Pigeon? Can I call you Mr. Pigeon? Or was that, yes. your, was that, or was that your dad? Sure, they were calling me Mr. Pigeon at the car dealership today. Were they, were they really? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no, but uh, yeah, I'm exhausted. I, I bought a car today. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's a metal uh, 23 uh, Hyundai Elantra 2023. Wow. And uh, it's the nicest car I could ever imagine owning. It's like <laughs> got a freaking computer display on the inside and yeah. stuff. It's it's a bit intimidating. I'm going to have to get used to all that stuff. I'm not. I'm used to more of an analog car experience, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. But does it have a CD player in it? No, it, it's See? just got... But the Bluetooth hookup is so nice. Yeah. I just I, I walk into my car and it's already connected to my phone yep. and it's like it shows the artists on the screen and it's it's so cool. You, I can even control. I can even like get to the next track on my steering wheel. This is all stuff that I'm sure other people <laughs> have in their cars, but I've been driving like older cars for a while. So the, yeah. I think your mind is blown. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. The CD thing. It's like it, when I. Because our car is a 20 or 19 or 20. I can't remember. 19, yeah. And it doesn't even have a CD player. So it's been a while since they've included those. Right. They don't need to. Yeah. But, I mean, at, at no point was there even mention of like, do you want a CD player? I think everyone just assumes that you don't want yeah. a CD player. I mean, yeah. just put a bunch of MP3s on like a, a flash drive and pop it in there. And then you have like your. It's like a, it's having one of those hundred disc players in the back of your car, right? Yeah, there is a USB port in there. I guess I could do that. Yeah, if I wanted to. Yeah. What are you, are you streaming from like Spotify and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Makes it so easy, doesn't it? Even though yeah. the 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 artists get paid jack shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what can you do? You can't. Um. So how's everything else besides getting a new car? That's cool, man. Yeah, I mean that's kind of taken up a lot of my energy for the past few days. So yeah, um, where did you get it at? Uh, this uh, West Houston Hyundai okay. dealership. Yeah, good place. But yeah, and you know, Very listening cool. to metal, I'm getting I'm going to go to this K-pop concert tomorrow, which is going to be a, a unique experience that I really? can talk about. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm kind of nervous about it because I just don't know what to expect. Uh, you wearing you know, the most so. metal shirt ever. Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> what are you wearing? I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna wear, um, like yeah, whatever. Like maybe the Hell's Heroes Festival shirt or something. Just there you go. You gotta have a conversation starter. You don't go wearing the shirt of the group you're gonna see no. at a metal show. You, you wear something else that you you can talk about with the guy in line in front of you. So yeah. Uh, was that your first concert in a while? <sighs> what was the last show I went the to? The Nagar show was the last show. That's right. The, yeah, Borknagar, yeah. We would have yeah. seen uh, Swallow the Sun and Moonspell this week, but that I, yeah. got canceled. Yeah. I'm I, still was so, uh, I was so upset by that. What the heck? Yeah. I mean, 
I understand logistical issues and that type of stuff, but man, I'm still looking forward to that tour. Yeah, I just, I, that's one of those things that's just, I've never had a tour. I, I, actually, there was a Blind Guardian tour that got canceled for, or uh, a show that got canceled for logistic problems mm. um, way back in t- 2002, but I've never had a tour cancel on me. And the reason is logistic issues. It's always visa problems or, you know, like member quit or something like that or whatever. But uh, this is a first and it's, and it's a little bit surprising and a little bit and very disappointing. Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, another band that I was disappointed that I didn't, did not get to see is Anthrax. Oh yeah. Tell, tell, tell everyone this story. We, we talked about it a little bit on the metal geeks, which is coming out before this, but we'll get into the full story here. So 40th anniversary tour of Anthrax. Super exciting. Turns out uh, a friend of ours or a friend of mine, Kyler Sharp, great local artist, did some of their artwork, um, did like this poster. I was going to get signed and he had to d- did a T-shirt design. And even Sawblade had a fucking not man T-shirt at this show that I wanted to buy. And if you don't know who Daniel Shaw Sawblade is, amazing local artist. He has actually you can go to get his stuff like it. Um, what's the name of that? One of the stores in the mall, like Spencer's, it, that's what it is. Um, he, uh, Daniel, uh, great phenomenal artist. He, we started doing a lot of stuff early days of mainstream resistance. He used to come over, we would uh, hang out, listen to m- music, and, and then drink, and he would like draw covers for me. But if you've ever seen that mainstream resistance uh, issues, the one with like all the bands written on there was like the dragon and shit. That yeah. was him. Yeah. Uh, so he did a lot of cool stuff back for me back in the day and it's really cool. He did a lot of the, you know, insect warfare and a bunch of different band stuff. So I really want to get his not man anthrax shirt, you know, but, uh, so the night before in Dallas, they canceled, they didn't say they ever say the reason why, um, somebody in the band was sick. That's all they said, or there was an issue. So we're like, all right. We've already bought our tickets. We've already booked our hotel. This is on a Tuesday night. So I had to take off a day, take a day and a half off of work, which was hard. Um, and we we decided we knew there was a, there was a possibility that it, it could not happen. So we, we, I left work around noon. We drove to, to Austin. We were maybe like 20 minutes away when we got the news that, yeah, the show was canceled. So. Damn. The show wasn't canceled. Anthrax canceled. Right. So the openers, which was Hatebreed and uh, Black Label Society, were still performing. They gave us you. They gave me uh, the choice to to keep my ticket and go to the show or get a refund. I chose the refund. I had a refund in my account within an hour. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, I paid with PayPal, so maybe that had something to do with it. But I don't know. Did uh, we, yeah, we're so we decided not to go to the show. We, we, we didn't want that's not why we were there. I'll be honest with you. I would have sat through Hatebreed if uh, I got to see Anthrax, Black Label Society. I would have maybe watched a song or two and then <laughs> hung out outside for a while, you know what I mean, right? But um, we, we had a good time, anyways. We had a hotel booked, so there's nothing we can do about that. Uh, we hung out with a friend of mine, Scott, that lives in Austin. We went. Uh, we went to dinner that night. We went to Jew Boy Burgers, if you're from the Austin area, or the place is amazing. 
Um, and then we hung out on Sixth Street over in Austin. We hung out at the uh, the dueling piano bar, um, which was an interesting one. It was like um, I can't remember the, the 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 wolf dueling wolf or something like that. But they had like at some point they had they had multiple multiple different guys playing. And they would rotate around, and then every once in a while they had like a drum set and like guitar and bass. They would do like a like a rock song or something like that. So it was interesting. Expensive drinks apparently because there was no pricing on the menu. We just drank. Um, <laughs> and then the next day we hung out with another good friend of mine, lives in Austin, and did a little record shopping and had some food and some ice cream and came back home. That's about it. Yeah, we, we we you know we used it as a sort of like a little tiny mini vacation, you know. Right. Yeah. But, Make the best of it. Yeah, exactly. It sucks not seeing Anthrax, but right. Um, I'm hoping they'll come back on this tour. Maybe they'll come to Houston. But another show on this tour got canceled because something the the stage at the venue wasn't wasn't built to code or something, so they canceled that like that day. The show had almost. I think the show was either starting or had started or. What's that? Oh, well, okay. My my wife, the voice from the other room, said, Hey, Breed played part of her set, and they canceled the show. It, was, it wasn't safe. Wow. There was a hole in the stage. Oh, well, well, there you go. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, it was unsafe. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I guess the assumption is that it was probably the anthrax cancellation was COVID-related, probably. Maybe. Yeah. So they just announced uh, the Health Heroes Five lineup is uh, came out yesterday. Uh, I know neither of us have bought tickets for this show yet, and um, this is all opinion. This is uh, no gatekeeping here. Uh, we talked all about gatekeeping on the latest episode of Metal Geek. So if you want to hear us discuss all that type of stuff, uh, like Stranger Things and all that, please listen to the latest episode. But I am not a I'm not a huge fan of this lineup. I I gotta say, there's nothing that really majorly strikes my fancy. Right. I mean, uh, why but, is that? I don't know. Last year it was you know it was Dark Angel, it was Candlemass. Those are headliners to me. They they raised the pricing for this year, right? Right. And I don't think the the headlining bands justify a, the change. Like if you had like yeah. a fade or something like that. Yes, totally. But I heard of the rumor of merciful fate touring maybe. Right. Have you heard that rumor? Uh, I, I heard someone mention it, but I mean, there's no other source for that. Yep. Supposedly yeah. with creator and um, oh, somebody else. I can't remember. Yeah. That would be but, spectacular. It doesn't matter who they tour with. As long as they tour, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, rare bands that I've, I've never seen live before, I'm going to Dallas in, was it October? I'm going to go see the Misfits. Oh, you're going the Halloween show? Yep. That's cool. Did you we, buy your ticket? We bought tickets, yeah, like the day they went on sale. Alice nice. Cooper, Halloween. I mean, Halloween. During Halloween. Uh, that would be great if Halloween was on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Misfits would, I mean, this is like the original lineup. It's going to be cool. You know, yeah. it's going to be a good time. It's, uh, we got lawn tickets and they were like, <laughs> they were like 60 bucks each. Well, but well. what do you expect? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I like the Misfits. I, I mean, not enough to probably go, you know, pay all the money to go see them. But sure, that's gonna be that'll be a fun, exp- especially on Halloween. That's gonna be a great time. It's close enough, you know what I mean? Uh, just there, I would love to go to L.A. to Hollywood Bowl, like on the end of October. There's a two day like um, uh, Danny Elfman concert he's doing again, like what he oh, did at that cool. festival. So he has a full right. band and he has like the full choir and the the orchestra and shit. That would be amazing. Yeah. But, okay, let's get back to Hell's Heroes. So, uh, you want to go through? We can go through some of the the list of bands. Well, I mean, before before we do that, I mean, I I, sure. I just want to say I might I 100 percent agree with you. Um, mm. and, and I mean, I you know, we talked about this the last time on the show, the whole thing about you know the early bird tickets or whatever, and that's yeah. a whole different the topic but the lineup you're you're absolutely right i mean with all due respect to possessed and um, razor those are the two listed headliners and they're not worth a 200 and 200 plus dollar ticket you know all told with with i don't think it's that much it's it is it is that much i i've I've gone through the checkout process and when you count when you calculate the ticket plus the fees plus the fact that you'd have to park your car for two days it, it the, the total price was like two hundred and thirty dollars so the 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 cost of the festival basically jumped about like ninety to a hundred percent so I would have expected my prediction was merciful fate yeah that would have been great and that's and to me if I saw that on the bill I'd have been like okay I totally get why they raised the prices because it's sure would have been expensive to get them I mean, possessed. Like I know they don't tour the United States regularly and stuff, no. but they pl- they've been playing festivals for years and stuff. It's like, ah, uh, and I'm not that much of a fan of possessed either. And then like the only other band on the bill that I really want to see, mm-hmm. um, well, there's like two bands in the bill that I'd want to see, but Gate Gate Creeper and Visigoth, and that's kind of it. That's Gate so, not Gate Creeper. Oh, okay, one band on the bill. That I want to see, I guess. Uh, I mean, Visigoth. Yeah, I know you want to see Visigoth. Let's go through the list. Um, so Midnight Dice, I don't know them. Gatekeeper, Sentry, uh, Nachor, Morgul Blade. Some of these I can't even read. Um, Spell, Freeways. Is that, free, is that Freeways? What? Goathorn. Yeah. Danova, Riot City, which I think is members of Riot or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Christian Mistress, Enforcer, who are good. Haunt, who are always good. Skullfist, which are good. Broca's Helm, Hollis. That that's one of the bands that I very I'd be very fucking interested in seeing them live. I really like that new album. Uh, Night Demon, uh, Ross the Boss, which I'm not interested in <laughs> because apparently he's going to be doing an all Man of War set. Well, that's all you'd want him to do anyway, you know? and not me. I. I, I make no bones about it. I am not a Man of War fan. <laughs> I love cheesy power metal, but something about that band I just don't like. Um, again, personal opinion. Don't attack me. Uh, Visigoth, Satan. Satan's been here many times, you know. Yeah, they're uh, cool, but... Yeah, Pagan Altar, Liege Lord, I would be excited to see because I like them a lot. And then Demon, Razor, and Possessed. I mean, it's not a bad lineup. It's just... Nothing in my, oh, I have to see these bands before I die on that list. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a bad lineup. I mean, it's, it'll be a good time, I guess, for people going. It's just not 
uh, it's just it's a good lineup. It's just not a wow lineup. Like you know, when you saw Candlemas on that on that on that flyer or on on the artwork for this this past year's festival, yeah. it was just like whoa, damn! Like and the experience I had two years ago when you know like um it was all these little bands I wanted to see that really yep. caught my eye and and then having Power Trip as the headliner was just like the nice little bonus um, with Exciter there. And that's the that's and and I hate to be like this is the same like at comic conventions is once you start getting bigger and bigger, more people know about you, more people start coming, they the expectations can get out of whack. You know what I mean? Like right. oh, you don't have a Tom Holland this year, you don't have Candlemas this year, everything else sucks. It, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. And I get that mentality, and I get people's opinions and their views about that, but there's just nothing here in my personal my wheelhouse that really excites me if they had a really rare power metal band or something like that like riot last year um something that would have been like oh yeah i really want to go now like a jack pander or something like that yeah i mean and 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 here's my it's not it's it's not meant to be a criticism but it'll be critical constructive criticism um you can really paint yourself into a corner I think if your lineup is strictly limited to a lot of new wave of either, either new wave of British heavy metal type stuff, sure. like classic bands in that vein. And then like modern the retro, bands who were, moder- the, who were doing stuff, yeah. the revival of that, the new wave of traditional heavy metal movement that's happening, which is where I would say 80% of hell's heroes is really being yep. sourced from. And you're just going to kind of run the risk of, you know, like it'd be cool to have black metal on here. It'd be cool to have like possessed is cool, you know, in some sense because it's a death metal band headlining yep. this festival. But I, mean, I would, I would love to see Jeff Becerra live. I mean, dude gets out there in a fucking wheelchair and kills it every time he plays. It, you know, I, I just, I just think you need more. You, what I was hoping the Hell's Heroes would do was incorporate more diversity in terms of the genre. So you'd have like maybe some Atmo black on the on the bill, or maybe. Um, you know, and that might be a stretch, but maybe just some old fashioned symphonic black metal or, you know what I mean? Like just a, a mishmash of things. And, and I think that you run the risk of keeping things too narrow. And we talked so, about that when we discussed the show, we've had that conversation that they need to sort of broaden the horizons and, and, and bring in some different genres. Yeah, because the, the 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 branding of the festival Hell's Heroes it can incorporate a wide spectrum of metal. It could even incorporate European power metal, of which there's so much that is not being even looked at here. Um, even though I know that'd probably be more expensive for him to get, but if you can bring Candlemas over, you could bring you could try to bring over Creator, or you could try to bring over, um, I don't know, Blind Guardian, or you know, like bands like those and stuff. Um, they um, might be. I don't know if they would. Maybe I mean maybe too maybe too big for this type of festival, but like I said, like a like a I don't know, I mean, like a Jag Panther would really work. Something like I know they have a new album coming out they're working on, um, just something to sort of like break up the the same the same style of bands that are already playing. I mean, yeah, you got to admit like Satan Possessed things like that are a little bit different for sure. Yeah. But, but like haunt, like haunt is apparently on the bill too. Yep. I like haunt, and and they're they were there cool, last year, but they were there. They've been there for the past four iterations of the fest. Yeah. So, you know, there's something like uh, a little more diversity would be good. 
like High Spirits last year was a, or in this past time was a great addition. Not really a metal band, more of a hard rock type thing. And I think that would be more, that would be something that I would, I would appreciate seeing a little bit more. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I know the fest is going to sell out and hopefully everyone who goes is going to have a good time. I'm not going this time. It's just too expensive. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't anticipate going, you know, things could change if like a ticket is offered to me or something like that. Right. But I don't have plans at the moment to go. Um, I don't know. Um, but let's get into our first track of the evening. And then I have some, we have some other cool topics to to get into after, but uh, have you heard this band evil invaders yet? No. So I've, I've seen their videos and stuff like that. This is an eighties retro thrash throwback band for sure I, I i took that from the name yes uh they were they totally remind me of like sanctuary and shit like that like yeah. the song that we're going to play is called um in deep is black it's really catchy uh it's not super fast or super heavy or anything like that but it does remind me of those late 90s early 2000s uh thrash metal bands like when exodus did impact is imminent and you know, Act Three from Death Angel and all these, like Euthanasia and all these, all these thrash metal bands were doing um, modern takes on the genre that hadn't been around very long. You know what I mean? And this is a topic I've always wanted to discuss and and talk about and play songs from that era that you know that uh, you know just that weird era like. Maybe like I want to say like 91, 92, 90 to 94-ish, you know, 95. Right right before when metal wasn't really super cool, you know what I mean? Bands were trying right. new shit. And this Evil Invaders band definitely reminds me of that 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 era, that that type, that time that I really loved uh of of metal. So I wanted to get into this. This song is called In Deepest Black. It keeps on popping up on my uh, my playlist like over and over. So somebody is telling me something that I should listen to it more. And the album is really good too. So let's get into it. This is uh, evil invaders from the album shattering reflection.
Yeah, I really like that. <laughs> that was really freaking good. I, I figured you would, man. Like, um, as soon as, like, uh, every time I listen to that, as soon as I start, I'm like, oh, it's fucking Metal Church. And you mentioned yeah, that, too. You're like, oh, it's not like Metal Church and Sanctuary. I'm like, yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like little tinges of like of little tinges of like early Queens right too, and mm-hmm. man, that was really really good. I think you'll yeah, really dig that album. I, I just added that, it to my playlist. That's sort of the slowest track on the album. Okay. Um. So, but it's really really good. Yeah. And even the music videos aren't bad. <laughs> I know you're a <laughs> you're a music you're a metal music video connoisseur, so you might. Have different opinions on that, but you know, we'll figure it hey, out. You can say it. You can say it. I'm a snob. I'm a, snob. I'm a metal music video snob. That's okay. Um, so I have a question for you. Have you heard about this video game called Metal Hell Singers? Uh, no. Oh well, let me tell you about this game. This game is awesome. There, there's a demo out actually right now. It's basically if you took Doom. And Guitar Hero and mashed them up together. That's his game. Was a heavy metal background. Um, all the music is brand new, written for this game, um, and pretty, pretty epic, pretty heavy shit. So it has like uh, Michael Stain, Stan. I can I don't know how to say his last name from Dark Tranquility and the Halo Effect. Stan, the how you say his name? Uh, Alyssa from Arch Enemy. It has, yeah, you showed uh, me this. I did. I so, saw the demo at your place, yeah. Right, right. We did see the demo. So what they did tonight, Gamescom is going on in Germany, which is like the big European um, video game event. Like, it's their E3. They did a live concert tonight that you can actually go to their YouTube page and watch. Um, uh, and it's fucking epic. It's uh, like the two people that work on the game. They're they're the leads in the in the band, and they had um, Michael from Dark Tranquility came out. Um, who else came out? Uh, the singer from Black Crown Initiate. He fucking blew shit away, man. He was good. The singer from The Refused. Who? Uh, whatever. Okay, won't go there. Um, Matt Matt Heffy showed up, and then Alyssa closed it out. But man, it was a it was a killer show the music in the game is awesome it's the game is fucking difficult the demo was really hard because you have to get used to playing to the beat their their tagline is slay to the beat right (laughs) um which is is pretty fucking clever uh that come that game comes out pretty soon I'm, i'm looking forward to it i'm watching the concert on mute here in the in the in the background there was, yeah, a, there was an opening band that they, they had. I can't think of the name. They were okay. But, yeah. man, I, I want to listen to this soundtrack right now. You know what I mean? It's a big crowd. Yeah. It's cool that there was, like, this metal concert at a uh, – I want to see if there's, a if it, like, a soundtrack on Spotify or anything yet. doesn't look like it. Probably closer to when the, the game comes out. I would imagine, but yeah. Oh, well, oh, so you, it's, it's, it's not even out yet. No, it comes out in September, I believe. Okay. Um, if you type metal Hellsinger into, um, Spotify and you scroll down to podcast, we're the first podcast that shows up. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the only ones talking about it. 
Uh, well, I don't know if we're talking about it, but it's just, I guess the name metal is there first. Right. Whatever. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. Uh, I'm trying to see what is the the release date. Um, bear with me here, because uh, Google's not being my friend right now. I don't know. Uh, September fifteenth. There you go. Right soon. So yeah, go cool. go check out the demo at least if you have a PlayStation or an Xbox. If you have a PC, it's on Steam, dude. Seriously, go check it out. You'll be you'll be happy. All right, uh, what do we want to talk about next? Do you want to play? Get into the next uh, round of music here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I want to play this uh, song from uh, this band called Level Fields. Um, Level Fields is. Uh, Alan Tecchio, uh, formerly of Hades, uh, they did this tribute song to Eric Wagner from Trouble, called In Trouble. Um, and since yesterday was the one year passing of his death, I wanted to play this track in tribute to him. Um, it's cool. A lot of the, the lyrics, they they pull titles and elements from different Trouble albums. Uh, like, Inside the Plastic Green Head Lies the Skull. In total league with my tortured soul, it's pretty cool. If you're an Eric Wagner fan, this is like it's it's re- it's really it's a fitting tribute to him for sure. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, have you heard this before? No. All right, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, this is uh, of course uh, in tribute to Eric Wagner. Rest in peace. This is Level Field with their song called "In Trouble." We'll be right back.
we are back. So I gotta say, man, that Halo Effect album is so fucking good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's very good. It's better than it has any right to be. It, I don't know. Well, man. I mean, I I had high hopes for it. Um, I did too. You know, so I I, I I'm kind of bipolar on the album as a whole because. I do just on the just as for what it is, I enjoy the hell out of it. It's, it's these, you know, given the, the people who are on it, um, from Mikhail, um, Stane. We just learned that it is Stane. We looked up an interview with somebody, interviewer asked him, How do you pronounce your name? Is it, and he said it, Stane. Like, all right, well, that's his name. Um, I'm going with his pronunciation. You know all the guys from from In Flames that are yeah. on it, in, including Jesper, um, Nicholas. It. it Nicholas is. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, he was in Gardenian, which I loved that band a lot. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can you can hear their DNA all throughout the album, and oh, it's yeah. you know, and, and obviously you know, there's a part of me that wanted. You know, we we played the the, the song called Conditional. And the reason why I love Conditional so much is that it's really one of the the moments on the album where it reminds me of of what I really excited me about Melodeth when I first heard it way back in the late '90s, you know. Yeah. And it was that kind of Jesper Strombald, Inflamesian type of m- like melody that came through on the weed on the weed plane, and that this song Conditional has it just like distilled down to its essence and unconditionally it has it. Yeah, and and there is a part of me that wishes the entire album was more like that because they're the only criticism I'll have of the album, mm. and it's not even that much of a criticism because I do like Dark Tranquility, because it sometimes the album does sound a little bit too much like modern Dark Tranquility. Which, I can see you know, that. I mean, there's yeah. definitely elements of 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 modern mellow death, and then there's you know like the like the mid nineties, uh, early two thousands, like, like you said, the in flames, the, right. uh, Gardenian, the, you know, that really catchy, you know, you know, Gothenburg sound. Yeah. Yeah. I with mean, the, the sort of the, where you could tell it was like these guys when they were 20 and it was like the mid nineties, they were, they had loved Iron Maiden growing up. They also <laughs> loved death metal and they put the two together with a little bit of Scandinavian folk influence. And that's really what I want to, I, you know, what I would, in my dream scenario, I would want these guys who were the originators of the, the sound to go back and re-explore that. But they're also guys who are, you know, a couple decades in as musicians, they're older, they have their own things to say. Yep. The, just the fact that they made an album like this, I think is a treat because you know this band just didn't even exist, you know, until they decided to put this project together recently. So what, it's really what, good. What, I really want to interview them. I know they're not they're they're playing Prague Power, which they just announced, which right. would be awesome. But I really want to know what the the impetus was for this band. Was it? I we heard the last couple In Flames albums, and they they were not good. Let's do I, something I, like let's let's show them what it's really supposed to be because i mean i'll admit we listened to one of the newer in flame songs and it's not horrible it's comparatively not horrible it's it's promising because it maybe in flames is getting tired of their modern sound and maybe they've realized that 
the way forward is sometimes looking backwards. Yep. But no, I, I read an interview with Jesper when the halo effect and he was, he talked about the origins of it and it was just really organic. It was just like, look, we're all friends. You know, I'm, he's friends with all these guys. And then so the conversation with Nicholas came up like, Hey, why don't we just play some songs and see what comes up. And this is where their, their, their heads were at. And so hopefully they continue with this. Pro- hopefully we get another album and they decide to do more of a purposeful dive back into that older Melodeth style. That's what I want. But for what it is, the album is really strong. It's a modern Melodeth. You're exactly right. It's not like, it's not like retro Melodeth, but for modern yeah. Melodeth, it's really good. Yeah. And there's those elements, those moments of early, you know, mid nineties Melodeth that when it was yeah. first populating and, and circulating coming up, it's there. You mentioned um, Nicholas. I want to mention his band, We Sell the Dead. The uh, band that he has was Apollo, formerly of Firewind, who I, I love his vocals. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Days of the Lost of the album from the Halo Effect. Even George liked it. My co-host on Metal Geeks, we did oh, uh, wow. George Hates Metal on this recent episode. and We did a song. We did uh, Shadow. Was it Shadow? Shadow Minds. And he was like, oh, yeah, I already like this. I'm like, well, it's George Loves Metal on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully they'll That's do cool. a tour. I think, I mean, I would love to see them live. I mean, it would be co- pretty killer. Yeah. I, I don't think that Jesper would be a part of that tour because I guess he's just not touring. But um, well, I mean, yeah, I would still love to see them. Why won't through. he tour? Uh, I think it's his recovery from alcoholism means mm. that he really doesn't want to be on the road, basically. I mean, he'll play a live show here and there, though. Right. Yeah. That's why like, they're like Prague Power and stuff like that. Yeah. I would love to. I've never been to Prague Power. I've always wanted to go. Um, I've never been on it's an 70, expensive 000. ticket. Yeah, it is. I've never been on 70,000 K, uh, 70 K, 70,000 tons, which would be awesome. Um, that's more my style. I, metal and a cruise. The, that's like made for me, you know what I mean? And what I right. and I think my wife would really like it too because if she doesn't want to go see, uh, I'm tired, I'm going to go go to sleep, I don't want to watch this band, I don't want to do this, you have a fucking room to go to. Right. It's not like it's not like you're at a, a festival somewhere when you're stuck there, you know what I mean? Yeah. All you have to do is go down a couple levels and you go to your fucking room. I I, I think that was that's the one of the the cool benefits about it too. And Right, you know, plenty of drinks and plenty of food to eat and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to worry about that type of stuff. I, I'm I'm talking myself into it without even trying, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go on one. All right. So uh, before the Halo effect, we had uh, Level Fields from uh, the song "Within Trouble," which is their tribute to um, to Eric Wagner, who passed away. It's a if you look at the lyrics, they, they post the lyrics. They're, they're sad. But it's a, it's a good track, man. I, I, I love Alan Tecchio's voice. I, I wish there was more projects with him in it. Um, I've actually, I'm working uh, it out with Dan Lorenzo, uh, who has that new band, uh, Patriarchs in Black, to come on and, and do an episode soon. We're just trying to work out some details. So expect an interview episode soon, which would be cool. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the the New Jersey Hades band. You know, I don't think they get enough love and attention for that. That'd be a fucking killer band. 
for Held Heroes. Put Hades on there, you know? That Yeah, that is a pretty obvious one, I would think, right? Right. All right. Um, you going to any shows coming up this year besides your uh, um, K-pop show? Who, uh, so who, is the, gruesome, who is the K-pop, by the way? Who are it's you this, seeing? It's this group called Luna. Um, who I I actually don't really I haven't been I've only been into them for like a month, couple weeks or so, oh. um, so but the opportunity came up and I was like yeah I'll go that'd be fun where are they so, where do they play at seven thirteen music hall which oh, is my no. first time going to this venue yeah I've never been there so I'm gonna try to get there early because I'm not sure what the parking thing is but uh, yeah um, apart from that uh, I've decided that I think I'm gonna go see gruesome. Yep. Um, because yeah, immortal, uh, Bird. immortal immortal birds can be on that yeah. bill, and I, I kind of like them. Um, I yeah, I did get to see the Left to Die uh, tour last month. There was something going on, but I love gruesome. I would love to go see them live, but you know where they're playing, right? Uh, White Oak. Yes, but do you know where they're playing at White Oak? Upstairs. Yes, sir. Oof. In the small little room upstairs at White Oak, and I am not—I'm not enamored with that room. The when I tell this, yeah, challenging up there. But I think Gruesome is big enough to pull more people than that small room. I think, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I would love to hang out with Matt and get the—you know—if I have time, I'll drive him around some comic book stores or something like that. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Um. They've got to figure that out. But yeah, I mean, it's a cool, I, I, I can't believe they're coming here. I've been wanting to see them for a long time, you know? All right. Are we they going to be doing the... their stuff or are they going to be doing like death? Like what no, do they do? So we were talking about that on the metal geese last night. I called them a tribute band, but not, they're not really a tribute band. They're an inspired by band. Right. Um, yeah. So they don't really do, I don't know. They might do a death cover live, but I don't think they really do. But each album or EP is based, the musical style is based on a different death album, you know? Oh, yeah, so, cool. yeah, you'll get like, you know, they do like their spiritual healing and they've done human and they've, you know, it, it's really cool. Uh, I, I really like gruesome. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, agreed. Um, but I think we discussed as today, we're going to do a Metal Geeks show in December. We're all going to go to Scout Bar, December eight. We're going to go see Sewin. Who are they playing with? I they haven't announced who they're playing with, but as right now it was just them. So maybe an evening whiz. I don't know, but that hmm. that's going to be fun. That, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, you should come with us, dude. I mean, George is even down. He doesn't really go to a lot of metal shows, so yeah. And uh, what else was there? I think that was it. I'm seeing. Oh, I'm seeing Oceans of Slumber this weekend uh, on Saturday. Oh, okay, I missed. Yeah. I, saw I missed that. the last tour, and I'm working on getting an interview set up with Cami, I believe, uh, through their record label, the, the official, the official sources. You know, so we'll find out. Maybe that that's gonna be a I really can't wait to pick her brain about the new album. Pick her brain about working with Aryan more, and this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good show. Uh, I do think I am going to go to that Wasp show. Yes. I want to go to that show too. I'm not a huge Wasp fan, but uh, I want to see the Michael Shanker band. And I want to see fucking Armored Saint again. 
I mean, Armored yeah, Saints just, coming all the way from Germany, so. Right. I just think that would be a fun night out. And yeah. also just seeing Wasp. I mean, I just kind of want to hear some of those songs live mm-hmm. because I some of those songs are like some of my favorite classic metal songs. So I, it just seems like I can't pass it up, really. Uh, when is that? What day is that? Uh, Wednesday, November 2nd. November. Okay. Well, I could do that. In October 1st, uh, I am not going to the Sabaton and was it Nightwish? Uh, Epica. Oh, it's Epica. Not, uh, I have tickets to see Weird Al that night. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and it's a <laughs> weird tour because, well, he's not doing like all the um, uh, all the cover stuff and all the, you know, his parodies and stuff. A lot of the songs that he's been playing on this tour are deep cuts from his albums. So, wow. Yeah. It's interesting. So we got really good, really cheap tickets. It was like twenty five dollars a person. I'm like, yeah. Well, they're that, they're deep cuts, like, but they're still parody deep cuts, um, right? Um, no. Huh. So these are most of the stuff he's doing is going to be like original music that he's created, these original hmm. songs. So it'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him maybe. I wonder twice. if there'll be a lot of disappointed people at that show. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure he'll come out and do a big encore full yeah. of all those tracks you know what i mean he, he's got to it's like a it's sort of like a like the beatles never played their popular songs or any any band like yeah that song made us famous we're not going to play that anymore right Maybe like metallic and not playing interest Sandman ever again like fuck that song which is what they i should, think about it but yeah they should maybe put that on ice a little bit but that they're, they're not, not gonna going to Admit when you have that many people showing up to your show to see you do a couple songs that they know, right. you can't get away from doing those songs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, I forgot about the Wasp show. Wasp. Um, there's some good shows coming up this year. Hopefully, <laughs> nothing else cancels. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the next track. Next uh, band is Seventh Wonder. Now, this song, dude has been coming up on my my Spotify playlist a lot recently. And yeah. I I swear I heard him from you first, but I don't know. So tell me more about Seventh Wonder. I mean, this is so we're late on this uh I'm late on this album. It's it's Tommy Karavik's sure uh, yep. other band before he joined Camelot and he's still in this band obviously. Oh, you mean the guy um, from Marion? Uh the the guy from Camelot. <laughs> from Arion. Uh, I mean, and you know, this is a new album that came out a couple months ago. I just, it got lost in the shuffle. I knew that it come out, but I was like, I'll just save it for when I'm more in the mood for it. And um, I've been listening to it a lot more recently and it's, it's a strong record. It's, you know, I don't know where it fits in the discography yet. I, I might actually like it more than the last one. Um, but this is one of those songs that's just been, I, it pops up as far as like being a craving that I need to hear this song again, again and again. And the yeah. entire album is really strong. It, they did a good job. I mean, you know, if you've never heard seventh wonder and you're a fan of Camelot, I don't know how you haven't heard seventh wonder yet, but they're definitely a more proggy uh, take on metal. Like they're more prog metal than power metal. They, they don't have really any power metal tinges to them, except in like the fact that Karabek has that voice that could fit in both genres. So, um, agree. Yeah, for I, sure. It's just I don't remember us talking about this album. I think we I think we talked about it 
coming out. When it was about to come out, yeah. but we didn't really talk about it after the fact. So uh, here it is. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really dig the song as well. It's um, like I said, it, for some reason, it keeps on popping up on my, you know, Spotify does that in in rotation or whatever most listen to songs, and this song pops up all the time, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a really, really good song. Yeah. So let's get into it. This is Warriors from Seventh Wonder on the Testament album. Check it out. <laughs>
was uh, brutal. <laughs> uh, Tomb of Finland with uh, Coffin Bound from the album Across the Barren Fields. Uh, that was not what I expected. It was it was definitely, <laughs> what was were you definitely expecting? different. I don't know. I don't know with a name. You know what? I think with a name like that, that's exactly what I should have expected. Yeah. But. I, I like this band a lot. I've heard, I remember uh, they had a previous album maybe like four or five years ago, 20, 2018, and then 2015. Yeah, there you go. But, man, they're like a great – they're uh, an amazing cross between like death, doom, black metal. They have like this melancholy – sound to them like the guitar tones at point they have that like 90s peace feel uh you that old school sound to it yeah. uh, I, I really like these guys a lot it's I a mean, it's a gritty sound it's yeah. a what it's a gritty sound that you were you mentioned peace fill yeah it, it has that in you know like that fat layer of dirt at the bottom those that, riffs you know yes so, but there's also the there, there's some brightness to it too by yeah. it's, it's sad and it's melancholic and it's it, but it has like like these bright melodies that are interspersed in with the guitar tones and stuff like that uh yeah. like paradise lost things like that you know what i mean right but uh, it's like i don't know i i think if you give these guys a more of a chance i think you'd really dig this album it's really good yeah it's on it's out it's gonna be added to the list here see i i help you discover new stuff you help me discover new stuff we help right. our listeners discover new bands. That's what we do. And while we're talking about that, if there's a new band you think we should be listening to or talking about on the show, reach out to us. MSRcast at gmail.com, at MSRcast on all the socials, at the Metal Pigeon on the socials, at Metal Geeks. Find us somewhere. Let us know. What should we be listening to? Is there a, an album that we we you know haven't checked out yet and we've just somehow glossed over? We want to know. I actually have a guy on Twitter, Rob. He's been one of my like long time readers. And he'll hey, always like, like send me message. He'll like shoot me like private messages or like just tw- at tweet at me. And he'll be like, Hey, have you heard these guys? I think you'll really like him. Check them out. It's always, it's cool. Cause um, you know, sometimes, you know, you need outside input like that. In fact, one of the bands that we have on the, um, the list here on our playlist tonight, I think he was the first one to tell me about them. That the um, eternal ascent, hangman's chair. Oh no, I told you about them. Okay, so he, I, I think he also chimed in. He was like, hey, "Have you heard this band?" And I was like, "Wait, who told me about that band first? But I've yeah. been wanting to play them for the last couple of episodes. I really like these guys. I and what really um, uh, solidified them for me. We'll get into that. Is their performance at Hellfest that I watched? So, oh good. yeah, yeah, so good. But, um. We have a guy like that. That's Christian, our good friend Christian Renner, uh, who's been just, on the show now. He's just a machine. He's a heavy metal listening machine. Uh, and I always take his stuff by heart. You know, it's like, oh, Carrie was going to dig this. And he's usually not wrong. Um, yeah. He he's does, talking up the the new Brimier album that's going to be dropping comes out tomorrow. tomorrow so. Yeah, as we recorded, yeah. it comes out tomorrow. I'm looking forward. I've heard one song already. I'm looking forward to that album. Uh, yeah. There's a new Tad Morose album out tomorrow. What else is out tomorrow? Uh, Lacrimas uh, Profundere and um, uh, there was something else that was a big deal. Oh, Dynasty. Oh, yeah. um, They're really looking forward to that. So there's four big records tomorrow for me to to sink into. 
once I'm not K-popping all around Houston. Um, <laughs> I'll listen to it on the way back home. Yeah, I'm looking up uh, what's coming out tomorrow. Um, Great. Well, the new Grave Gravedigger Machine Head comes out tomorrow, also. You know, he mentioned um, he mentioned the 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 Machine Head, and I've heard a track from it. Um, it's heavy, yeah, but there's still elements. I'm just like, yeah, that's why I don't like Machine Head anymore. But like we said, opinions. Your opinion? I've heard it. I've heard it was com- it was they were trying to go for the kind of the blackening sound again, okay. which is. You know, I mean, that, that was, was a, a good album, album back in the day. Yeah. So tomorrow uh, you have Bremier, uh, Dynasty, Eden Bridge, Gravedigger, Lacrimis Profundere, uh, Long Distance Calling, Machine Head, uh, Psy, which I've heard the Psy album. It's really good. Uh, and Tad Morose. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff coming out tomorrow. Um, Always yeah. interested in new Eden Bridge, too. Yeah, um, I have. I'm not the biggest fan of Eden Bridge, but I've, I've I've appreciated some of the stuff they've done over the years. And last week we had, uh, there was a new album from Spirit Adrift, which is sort of like, there were some new songs and some cover songs. They did like a typo negative song. Almost played huh. it on this episode. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that it was a compilation album and I just sort of skipped past it. So uh, The new Soil work came out last week. This band Parasite Inc., which is like Mellow Death mixed with like industrial it, tinges to it which is pretty cool hmm. um you high lung we might play something from that conan uh i've been wondering what he's going to do after the tv show you know i've been waiting so maybe <laughs> this album's gonna be good yeah, didn't know he was gonna do a metal band that's for right sure. i mean surprise me podcasting and metal band i mean why not come on do it is that what he's doing now podcasting yeah it's pretty much what he does now is his whole podcast empire hmm I call it Empire because it, it definitely is. Um, I know we listen to other metal podcasts. I've been listening to that metal podcast with our good friend Dave uh, the Wolf. Uh, you mentioned on the last episode the Metal Exchange, and uh, I've been digging into those guys really a lot. Um, their Monkeys episode was pretty fucking great. Um, you know, I actually listened to that um, did you? just out of curiosity, and it was it was really interesting to hear the the backstory behind um because i've heard so much from you yeah but it was it was cool to hear more details on that so yeah it was a good episode i was uh, actually uh, side note i was just on uh a monkeys podcast this week called monkeying around and we talked about headquarters so oh cool i'm looking forward to that uh i think that's coming out next week yeah but <laughs> um it's it's cool because like I, I like what they do. They talk about albums in, in their entirety. And I think we're working on, I hate as the kids say it, but uh, I hate to use that word, but we're working on a collab with them. So something we're going to be doing pretty soon, all four of us together. We're, I think we're going to be covering an album that they're going to tell us. Uh, I, right. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, I think that'll be fun. Yeah. But uh, what other podcast have you been listening to recently? That's maybe not metal, but just in general. Oh, geez. Um, the one that I would recommend, it's just one of the funniest podcasts I've ever heard is uh, Jordan Jesse Go, what? which has um, has uh, uh, Jordan Morris, who's kind of a funny writer. He, he writes for Good Mythical Morning and a bunch of other things. Okay. And um, uh, oh. has Jesse Thorne, 
who is a public rate, who's like on national public radio. But in this context, he's a lot more just, well, like, he's not restrained by NPR or public radio constraints. <laughs> sure. So it's, it's just an old, it, it reminds, it's the kind of podcast that reminds me of like when I first started listening to podcasts back in 2011 and they were just totally like shows with friends just chatting about whatever. Yeah. Like, like no topic, just kind of just going off the cuff. Like it's one of the few metal geeth usually is. Yeah. And this is one of the few just comedy podcasts that I think still has that old spirit that I used mm-hmm. to enjoy, like on the early episodes of the Nerdist. And gotcha. So, yeah, Jordan Jesse goes, it's really funny. I've been uh, diving into uh, Fly on the Wall, which is the Dana Carvey and David Spade podcast I do about SNL. Oh, cool. Yeah. In each, in each episode, they have a different uh, celebrity that's either been somebody that's been they either been a writer on the show they've been a, a cast member they've been a guest host they've been something something to do with snl so i just listened today it was like john ham that was a really good episode um yeah it's pretty funny it's uh it's it's if dana, you're an snl fan and a comedy nerd it's pretty great dana carvey like in a podcast context because i've I heard him as a guest on you made it weird with with Pete Holmes, yeah. Which was one of the it was which is that was easily one of the best podcasts I've ever heard in my life because he was just telling all these old SNL stories and stories of his coming up and stuff like that. Yeah, and if you like, like that, stuff, they, they definitely talk about that on the show a lot. Yeah, that's that's cool. Pretty cool. Um, then I, I've been listening to like I guess Smartless uh, a little bit. I still listen to the Cheap Ass Gamer podcast, the Cadcast. That's like the only video game podcast that i've stuck with for 17 years or whatever it's been uh wow. since they started the same time as when i started my uh, msr cast uh every week i've listened to their show um uh that's a lot of the other you know video game podcasts sort of like fall on the wayside i don't listen to a lot of podcasts because i, I try to listen to like more music and stuff like that but i will right. listen to shows in the car that's when I usually listen to my podcast when I'm driving to and from work. Um, so I, and I still listen to a lot of Disney parks based podcasts, stuff like that. Um, like the Diz unplugged, uh, all about the mouse, which I was just on there again, like last month. Um, there is, you know, uh, though the very first podcast I ever listened to were, were Disney based and that's what got me in. I'm like, Oh, I could do this for heavy metal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, podcasts are fun. There's like 18 million of them now. I know. It's there's, it's so overwhelming. I, it is. On my app, I have to like really clean up all the ones I don't yeah. listen to anymore. Exactly. Hopefully nobody does that to us. They're still yeah, listening. No. <laughs> uh, let's get into the next band that you uh, you were mentioning, the, the Eternal Ascent. Never heard of these guys before in my life. Yeah, it's this power metal duo from New York um, who are relatively new. Um, the singer, Mark, used to be in a band called uh, Lyra or Lyra, but they never really did anything. They had like a demo out like a couple years ago. Um, but this is their, they've had two singles out before the debut album that just came out um, uh, called Reclamation back in January of this year. Mm. And this is an album that I only recently discovered um, it's sort of just now kind of getting some attention in power metal circles. Uh, it's taken a couple months of word of mouth to get going. 
Yeah. Um, it's just like, it reminds me of like ancient bards spiced with a little Camelot and maybe like some other, like, you know, modern stuff, like some Visigoth or whatever, but it's really like an American take on what ancient bards are doing. And that's, it's so cool. It's just, it's got like that European sensibility, but it's got some power, some grit to it. And, um, I really like that combination and the songwriting is just fantastic. And, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not too complicated. It's just really great power mount, you know? Right. Uh, my wife just texted me a picture. Uh, she picked up the new, uh, Saints Row video game tonight. Um, I guess she's playing it now, but apparently there is, uh, a nuclear blast radio station in the game. Oh, wow. So I I just looked it up. So you have a band, Insidious Disease, Meshuggah, Inflamed, Cloud Connected, Killer Be Killed, Heezen, Slayer, Benediction, Cataclysm, Hatebreed, Silosis, and Accept. That's what they have so Uh far. That's pretty cool. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. It'd be be cool if it was like a legacy track listing of like. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, any metal in a video game is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. All right. So, um, let's get into the eternal ascent. This is the title track from the album. Yes. The title track. Yep. All right. I'm going to listen to it now for the very first time and, uh, we'll be right back. Just a dream My head 
Uh, the band that you had introduced to me last time i believe so yes um, sir we didn't we just talked about them last time i can't remember i know we didn't play them no we um, they're but, originally on the playlist but it got booted uh, oh okay, that's right in the last minute but uh you have you heard you've heard it before right i mean it just it, it was on my playlist and i couldn't remember how it got there so i was just listening to it going like yeah this is this is there's something about this. It's not something I would normally listen to, but there's something about this entire album that is I, I found appealing in in a like a very um background music kind of way, which is not a, a negative thing. I would no, say I, would I no, I get stress. It's, yeah. it's a very bleak album, but very very beautiful. Um yeah. it's like shoe shoegaze, doom metal in a way. 
Right. Yeah. It has um, that aspect to it. But uh, there's elements of like, I, I hear like, you know, Paul Bearer a little bit sometimes, uh, Anasima, uh, the production is really good. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's a, it's a really, really beautiful album. Um, and this track right here is just, it, just seeing them do it live, it just brought so much more uh, importance to the song and to the album for me watching them like, Oh wow, this is, this is what they're, they can do this shit live. And it sounds really, the emotions come through. It was, it was just, it was a, it was a moving performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really like these guys a lot. I always, I'm not trying to be depressing all the time, but you know, I like listening to somber music sometimes. And these guys definitely yeah. fit the bill. Yeah, no, I mean that's definitely like one of our favorite, like mutual subgenres. Yeah, sort of depressive metal. I mean, we, we, I think we even did an episode about that at one point. Yep, and we did yeah. not, we did not kill ourselves afterwards. No, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this this style of music, uh, especially like the death doom, this haunting melodies and the the guitar work and everything. Yeah, I, I really like these these guys a lot and i think these this band was introduced to me by run josh runquist you know so hmm. thank you josh yeah. uh, i think he posted about them and because he did that uh he would do like his weekly review type of thing and our monthly reviews and they're on there i'm like oh i'm check these guys out we we sort of have the same style of taste as well you know right so very cool um was there any other topics you wanted to get into before uh, we wrap it up? Um, we already mm-hmm. talked about. Going to get into gatekeeping? Oh sure. Oh yeah. I I haven't listened to the new Metal Geek, so I it comes I have no out. Idea it comes out this. Were. It comes out this Saturday, actually. So okay. We'll we'll save our discussion until after you hear ours. That's yeah. that could be a whole another episode if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm intrigued now. <laughs> um. No, did you have any other topics that you would like to uh, discuss? I think we covered everything. Yeah, me too. Uh, we have some uh, ideas percolating in the background of some possible changes and then updates and up. I'm going to say upgrades to the show. Uh, let's just go there. So look forward to some new uh, new episodes coming up that might be a little bit different. And we're going to be working through some of that. Uh, so I guess we can just wrap it up here. We're going to get into one last song for the out al- for the, for the album, for the episode. Um, it's a really fitting, uh, ending to the show. Um, so let's let people know where they can find us. Of course, you can find us at msrcast.com or metalgeeks.net. We're at msrcast on all the social medias. Uh, we're on Facebook. Find us there at the metal geek society. Um, that's a place where you can come hang out. We talk about music memes movies all that kind of stuff uh all the all the geeky stuff you could think of it's a fun group that we have in there and uh of course our sister show the metal geeks podcast you can find us at metal geeks on all the social medias as well um i think that does it for me um anything i missed um at uh the metal pigeon for you yeah uh, at at uh, facebook twitter instagram and the metal pigeon.com if you have and, a comment um, or if you have a comment, you want to us to play a band or have any kind of discussions with you. MSRcast at gmail.com is how to find us on our email. 
That's yeah. that thing where you have to sort of type a letter and send it to somebody electronically. People say they do it all the time. Yeah, I would say tweet, tweeting is the easiest way to get in touch with me, I would say. I see I'm not I'm not on Twitter as much as like Facebook and in in other avenues, but you know, I do show up on on Twitter sometimes, so reach out to us there as well. Definitely reach out to the Metal Pigeon and check out what he's working on. What's your uh, next uh, article? I don't know, honestly. I just I, I put I cleared up reviews. I mean, I'm thinking just based on the timeline you know, the Blind Guardian album is coming out very soon. It's true. And every Blind Guardian album always kind of gets the extensive long treatment because I always, you know, have a lot to say. Um, I've tried to um, limit those big deep dive reviews to only bands that deserve them or my, you know, and Blind Guardian is easily one of those bands. So <laughs> I you don't say. It'll be, I expect it'll be Blind Guardian focused. Um, yeah. I, I I I I wouldn't expect anything less from you, my friend. Yeah. So, uh, tell us about the last uh, band we're going to hear on this on this episode. Um, well, I'm sure everyone knows about this band, or maybe, but maybe they only know about them by watching a video on YouTube. Sure. Um, they're not really a metal band, but they're metal adjacent. I would say they're uh, called Haiwang and. They're one of those bands that if you are aware of reaction videos on YouTube, everyone and their mom has reacted to like a high lung performance video. It's usually the same one and everyone copies each other and reacts to it and a whole lot of nonsense on YouTube. But the band, I've always been sort of aware of them and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like I'd love to see them live. In fact, they're touring in September but they're only point they're they're point, coming to Texas only in Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Is I'm looking at last, October first. It's the last day of the sh- of the tour, and it's like ah, I don't want to drive to Dallas for that. If they came to Austin, I might consider it. But if they um, toured with Wardruna, that would be worth oof. it. Yeah, then that might be like a road trip type thing. But um, I I really think it would be a cool experience to see them live, but. So anyway, the new album came out and I was like, oh man, I'm going to like finally check out one of their albums. And I really, I, it's, it's one of these albums where I think I'm going to have it around as like background music type stuff. Cause it's not really a, an album that you focus on, but I, I have grown up listening to stuff like Lorena McKinnett, like folky world, you know, music type stuff. And I've always really liked that. And this, I, I think Highlung is sort of like, the the nexus point between that kind of music and uh-huh. metal and it's a bridge between those two and so it's kind of like up my street basically so yeah it's very you know if you're into like if you're not a metalhead and you're into like the music from like the assassin's creed the last game that came out uh Valhalla, oh, the viking one the viking yeah. the vikings tv show uh if you like yeah. the, if you like the music from you know that stuff or Druna, uh this is definitely up that alley I would say if you like folk metal, this is something you'd really enjoy, you know? There you go. Even though even though there's not a lot of guitars in there. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. All right. So, check it out. Uh, this is going to be High Lung. Uh, and as always, my friends, we have one last thing we have to say. Keep it metal. And keep it folk metal. Keep it folk metal. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night.
Another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal.